Welcome to the shit show of my 20s. My name's Sophia. I'm in my early 20s and man has it been full of shit shows. <laughs> it's been great. It's been career changes, industry changes, pivots, highs, lows, crying, happy, everything in between and it's been great and I just really wanted to create the show to hopefully share with you guys that we all go through the craziness of our 20s. We all go through these shit show moments and we all grow through them. And I hope that you're able to see yourself in some of these stories. And if any of these episodes resonate with you, I would love for you to share it with a friend as well as leave me a review on iTunes. It really helps. And if you want to connect with me, my Instagram's the shit show in my 20s. And yeah, without further ado, let's get going. So I've been holding off on creating this episode, this solo episode for a while, but I'm drinking white wine right now. I got my glass out and I'm starting to realize that if I don't record it now, it's probably never going to get out there. And I've always been hesitant around like solo episodes because it's just so much easier to interview someone else versus just kind of like talk. It's just so much easier for me. And what I'm really feeling called to talk about today is really my finances. And I've been really kind of avoiding the subject, talking about the subject, because still, even though I'm like light years from where I was two years ago, where I was when I was 19, I'm still not at the place where I want to be in terms of my finances. Like I still feel like there is another level that I can reach. So that's why I've been hesitant towards even talking about it because I'm not at that level yet. But what I'm realizing is even though I'm not at that level yet, I'm still light years ahead of where I was. And I feel like there's still a part that I can really talk about in this season, particularly of how I went from, you know, being 19. When I was 19, I remember having this moment and I went into Walmart. I was working a job. I was living you know, paycheck to paycheck. This was before I started making money in mortgages. And I was going to Walmart and I walked in and I remember I had to, I was, I had to pull up my app every time I went to a store and I would have to pull up my app, see how much money was in my bank account. And then I would go and get my calculator out (laughs) And I would go and take my calculator and I would calculate all the items that I wanted from the store. And I'm about to start crying now, but I feel this, it was, it feels like it was just yesterday that I was doing that. And it's crazy to see from 19 having to get a calculator out at the store to now I'm, I'm turning 22 at the end of August and I have not gotten my calculator out after making um, money in mortgages and after doing all these things I've been doing up until now. I've never had to get my calculator out again. And that seems like something so simple, but it's it's big because I'm like looking at different people and different scenarios. And like for some people, even just getting like a flight ticket is like something out of reach or just getting like one extra thing that they need. And that's why I'm feeling so called to talk about today because I was thinking about how much change has happened in the last two years and how crazy it's been. And the number one thing that I attribute that change to is one, I started working with a coach 
and I worked with her for seven months. Her name's Samantha, and she's incredible. And I started working with her right before I had my month where I made my first um, five-figure month in mortgages. And it was I started working with her right before then, and I remember going through all these things in my head of like, am I ready to go all, basically all commission? Am I ready to go and make the shift? And like, am I ready? And I remember working with her on all this stuff. And I remember getting to what my actual issue was. And my actual issue was I never felt worthy of money. I never did. And I kept on looking at these outside things. And I was thinking outside things would make me feel worthy. But I truly didn't feel worthy of it. I remember her going into that with me and I was like, wow, like that's the reason why I've never been able to make money because I never felt worthy of money. And I remember that working with her and making that shift of feeling actually worthy of money and realizing my whole thing too was I thought I had to be someone else to make money. Like I didn't think I could be as goofy and as normal and like just the way I was. I didn't think I could show up like that with clients. I didn't think I could show up like that on the phone. And I thought that that wasn't going to get me to the money that I wanted. And she was doing all this work with me and I showed up exactly like that. And I was able to make the amount of money I wanted. I remember having like that moment. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't need to be anyone different to make money. Like I could show up exactly as I am and still make money. And I remember too, and then we went into the belief of another belief I had was not being smart enough. I always felt like I was you know, not the smart enough one. I always felt like I was, you know, kind of like an outsider from like growing up and stuff that happened when I was a kid. And that was another big two block that we were working on is the not feeling smart enough to make money. And then I remember one of the big moments for me and one of the big expanders was I would spend all this time like talking to people on the phone who had like the financial situation I wanted. And it's so interesting when you get to talk to those people and you realize they're just like the same as you. Like there's nothing different from the people who have the money that you want versus you when you start talking to them and you start surrounding yourself with that energy, you realize, oh my gosh, like I could have that too. And so all this stuff started to happen kind of at the same time. And I remember just learning from all these different people and all these different scenarios and I've done a lot up until that point. Before that point, I've listened to podcasts for years, like I've done all of that, but I've never actually had a coach. And that was really transform transformational for me to actually have a coach to actually call me out on all my shit, <laughs> all of it, which I highly recommend getting a coach. Even if you feel like you can't afford a coach or you don't need a coach, the thing about having a coach and even like if you feel like, oh, but like that's so much money to have a coach or something like that. The thing about having a coach that I really love is they really call you out on all your stuff. And you can't, you can't only think about it about the amount of money going into that coach, but you also have to think about it in terms of who am I, what am I losing out on by not becoming that person that I could be with that coach is the way that I've thought about it is like, what would I lose out on? What opportunities would I lose out on? And yeah, that was one of the big first pieces for me. And then another thing too that I'm really glad that I worked on that really helped me in terms of money is I was really strategic before I started making money. I think that really helped me because I was really strategic about what was important to me and what wasn't. So one of the things that wasn't important to me was looking the part. 
So I wasn't, I don't spend money on things. I go to no name brand stores. I'll buy a shirt for $20. I don't believe on spending money on things that to show off or like, I don't believe in designer purses. I buy my purses at Target. Like I don't need to show anything. And I think because I worked on that and realizing that my identity isn't in the way I show up or the things that I have, it was able to allow me to save more money and be in the financial situation that I wanted to be in sooner rather than later. Because if I got caught up in like, oh, but I need to look the part, but I need to have this, but I need to have that, it would have really slowed me down from the place that I'm at now and being at this place where I'm very comfortable with money, I'm still not at the place I want to be with money, but I'm not, you know, having to have a calculator out. And just to give you like a reference point, even though I don't really like talking about this because I feel like it's like I'm trying to show off or something, but I'm not trying to show off my intention with saying this is just to show the difference that can happen in two years of like truly committing to the process and truly committing to something and really getting good at it. And for me, that first thing that I got really good at was loans. And the difference was I went from the girl, 19, you know, $30 in her bank account, having to get her calculator out all the time, stressed about money, couldn't couldn't travel, couldn't do any of the stuff I wanted, to at 21, having between my savings account my 401k account, my IRA account, over six figures. And my point with saying that isn't to say I've figured it all out or that I'm so smart or any of that. My point of that is to show how dramatic a shift can happen with the work and with believing that you're actually worthy of money, with actually investing in yourself, with getting good, really good at one thing is my theory. I just got really good and focused all on one thing, which was loans, and it can make a huge difference. And I, I say this because it's like crazy, like what six months, what a year of just going all in and something could really turn into for you. And my intention with this episode is like, I do have a couple questions that I think could be helpful. And the things that I've done in my introspection around money is how do I feel about money? Do I feel like money is something out of my reach? Do I feel like I'm worthy of money? And I feel like really figuring out how you view money, how you see money, how you feel like money is able to reproduce itself, how you invest money, how it's all connected into how you make money, how you get a job, even even like with how you believe you're worthy of money, it transfers, right? Because then you get a job where you're paid amount that shows that you believe that you're worthy of money. It shows that you're not working, you know, minimum wage. It shows that you're really, the money's reflective of the work that you're putting in and the value that you're bringing to that workplace. So I feel like when we talk about beliefs around money, it's not only going to help you in terms of your bank account, in terms of being able to save, in terms of being able to travel somewhere that you want to be able to travel, but I feel like also it helps you in terms of like the jobs you're going to attract It helps you in terms of the stuff you're going to be able to do. You never want to, I feel like for me, the biggest driver for me has always been like, I don't want to be that girl who has to say no to things that I really want to say yes to because of money. That's been my biggest driver. And after that moment of coming home from Walmart that day, I was in Irvine and I was going back 
um, in Irvine. I lived in Irvine for a season and I remember coming back and I was by myself and I remember crying so hard, just crying like Sophia. Like, I don't know how we're going to figure this out. Like, I don't know where this money is going to come from, but I promise you this is never going to happen again. Like, I promise you, you're never going to have to go through this again. I promise you that next time you're going to actually get to choose and actually get to get what you want. And I feel like having those moments of like, you can't buy something that you really want, or you really want to be able to do something that you can't. I feel like that is like the biggest driver for figuring it out. And for actually taking full responsibility of your situation and say, hey, even though I don't like my finances right now, I'm going to figure it the fuck out. (laughs) And the white wine's getting to me, guys. So I'm sorry. I've never recorded with white wine before. Um, Depending on your guys' feedback, we may not do that. Or we may do that again. Who knows? But yeah, I have so much to say about money. But that's, that's kind of the beginning that I wanted to share with you guys is... That's the number one thing that brought money into my life. Because if I didn't believe I was worthy of money, I don't think I would have actually taken the actions and the work to actually make that money. Because I would have probably said like, oh, I'm not going to get money anyways. You know, why try? Oh, you know, I'm not worthy of money. Why put myself out there for that job interview? Because I'm not going to get it. Because it's the foundational layer of everything is how you feel about it. Because if you feel that you're worthy of it, you're going to do the job. You're not going to say like, oh, I'm not qualified. You're actually going to apply and act as if you're going to get that job. And you go into the interview and you already know that you have the interview. And you already act as if you already have that job in the interview. And then you res- you totally surrender and know if that, if that job's meant to be, it's going to happen. It's a different energy than like saying like, oh, you know. I'm not going to apply, you know, I can't get that job anyways. And then you never know what's happened. So it's just another point I've been thinking about too with, you know, manifestation and money and how it's all kind of correlated for us. And I guess the last couple things I want to say in this little solo episode is, I guess if, if you're feeling called and you feel like you don't like your financial situation right now, Don't like it at all. Can't do what you want to do. Always have to make decisions looking at, you know, you always have to pull up your chase app before you can make a decision. Um, Really want to go on that trip with your girlfriends. Can't go. If you're in that situation right now, what I would do, what I did when I was 19 and what I still continue to do is I was really honest with myself of like, what was stopping me from making money? That was the first part. What opportunities are there to make money that I may be overlooking and really being aware of like how many more opportunities is there potentially around me to make money that I'm maybe shutting off because I'm just repelling money because I don't believe I'm worthy of it. So I'm not even open to those opportunities. That's another thing I would look at too. Um, Also, part of me when I was in that situation detached from it. Like, yes, I was completely aware that I didn't have the money I wanted, but I also was completely aware that I could generate the money that I wanted. I was completely aware that just because my bank account looked like that today didn't mean like it was going to look like that in like six months from now. So also, I feel like you have to be really real with yourself about where you're at, but also attached to where you could be. So also kind of like release, like it's like a push and pull, you know, you want to be driven by it, but you also want to be attached to what your future self has. And you kind of push and pull between the two. 
and you're like so aware that you're gonna change it and that's gonna be different but you put the work in but you realize you're not there yet like I feel like there's this dance that I was doing between the two between what I could have and where I was currently at was another thing and then also I got really clear on my numbers So I got really clear on what number would I be proud of? Like what number saving this year would I be proud of? What number, how much do I want to spend on a trip? How much do I want to spend on this? Like really knowing all the numbers. How much do I plan on making this year? Okay, Um, I have, you know, this expense, this expense, this expense, listing all the expenses. Okay, after that, I could save whatever amount. And like really knowing all the numbers, because knowing all the numbers is really going to help you knowing, okay, with these numbers that I currently see, it's still, I'm not at my goal yet. Okay, I'm not at my goal. What else do I have to add to reach my goal? And knowing all that really helped me too. I had a, like, this is my goal of how much to put in my 401k. This is my goal of how much to put in my savings account. This is my goal of how much to spend just on like investing in myself. This is my goal on, you know, you just go and you go and create all the numbers that you feel like would be, I feel like when I was determining those numbers too, you don't want to pick numbers that you know you can easily hit. Like just my thought process is like, I didn't want to pick a number that felt comfortable. Like I don't want to pick a number that I picked it and then I was like, okay, like I can hit that easily. I wanted to pick a number that like, it didn't feel so comfortable, but didn't feel so like crazy either like it felt somewhere like it felt like a stretch like I was actually gonna have to put it in extra work to get there but I didn't feel like it was something like I couldn't get like I felt like it was something that was gonna stretch me but also at the same time I knew I could figure it out so when putting those numbers together I recommend picking picking like a stretch goal like your highest self your future self your badass self that you envision what do you envision her making? What do you envision her saving? What do you envision her traveling like? What do you envision her investing like? Just getting so clear on what that looks like. And also another thing that helps you too is like if you visualize her, like how does she show up? How does she feel about money? Like is she staying in that nice resort? Is she able to go with her friends and go spend, you know, thousands of dollars to go to Greece or whatever like how does she feel is such an interesting question that I've been asking myself and like really like envisioning what she looks like and how she talks about money and how she sees money and how she saves money and how she creates multiple sources of money because she knows she's able to generate it through all these different means and like how she is is like such an interesting question I feel like to like visualize and like journal and like play around with of like really like And then once you like go into all that, you say like, okay, this is what she looks like. This is how she dresses. This is how she carries herself. This is how she like, you know, even dates or this is how she even shows up when she walks into a new room or this is how she shows up in, you know, networking events. And then you go and you look at that and then you think like, okay, like what would she do in this scenario? Like what would she do to make more money right now? Like what would she do with this situation? And then it becomes like this whole cool game of like, I want to be her now. Like, I don't want her to be, like, you know, 20, 30 years from now. Like, how can I become her, like, in the next couple of years is another thing I love to play around with. And hopefully it's helpful to you guys. 
But yeah, that's my little speech about money today. I probably have so many other things that I want to go into, but I didn't even plan this and just got the glass of wine out and started recording. So hopefully it resonates with some of you guys. And you can always send me a DM. Let me know if it resonates or not. Let me know if you want me to talk about money more or not. Um, yeah, always open to new suggestions. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'd love if you can leave me a review on iTunes. Please feel free to share it with any friends you think the story would resonate with. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.